Okay, folks, this is going to be a brief video about this um, story I just saw on, on my X feed about how that noted humanitarian and philanthropist Bill Gates is now working hard on uh, introducing a synthetic uh, animal, well, the best way to say this, fake fat. Um, into the American food supply. So, um, if you've been following some of the columns I've been writing lately, I'm going to include the links to those those columns at uh, the Vigilant News Network, along with this video. Um, but if you've been paying attention for the last couple of years or so, um, you've noticed that uh, more Americans than ever are learning the truth about seed oils and what a massive mistake it was uh, starting at the beginning of, of the uh, 19th century, you know, you know by, by I think uh, the transition was, was really underway by 1950 um, to convince the American public that it would, it would be healthier for them to stop cooking their food with animal fats and to switch to using the newly introduced cottonseed oil um, popularly known as Crisco, and other vegetable oils. That uh, well, that's not an accurate term. We now know that you know that there's nothing really vegetable about the soil. It's seed oil, so I, I usually call it by the more accurate name, seed oils. So there was a massive push that happened in the last century to convince Americans that they it, that um, butter, tallow, lard uh, were extremely unhealthy. They were causing, uh, the use of them was causing cardiovascular disease and um, the sudden rise of heart attacks, something that was almost unknown uh, in the 1800s. And um, the sudden rise of heart attacks and, um, and, and cardiovascular diseases and illnesses. Um, people were taught, well, this is because of the animal fat that you were cooking with and the animal fat that you're eating, you know, when you eat stuff like bacon and eggs and red meat and uh, to a lesser extent chick chicken and turkey and things like that. Um, the animal fats causing causing the, the dramatic rise in heart attacks and cardiovascular diseases that were being observed in American society all during the, the uh, from, from 1900 all the way to the beginning of the 20th century. And so people were taught, well, animal fat is what's causing this. And it took a long time for uh, people to, to begin questioning what they were being told. Um, uh, it's the same thing of, uh, of uh, the best way to say this. The COVID pandemic was a massive tragedy. It was an extremely bad thing. But if you're looking for the silver learning uh, based on what happened over the last three and a half years, the American public has, has, a lot of the American public has started to wake up to the fact that we can't really trust the, the federal agencies that are supposedly, you know, the, the medical agencies, the health and science agencies. We can't trust them because of the numerous lies and um, outright censorship that they, that they engaged in on the COVID uh, pandemic. And so people have started questioning what, what these same experts 
and the government agencies have been telling them about food. And uh, I myself started walking down this path beginning in last June, June of last year. And uh, one of the first things I discovered was that it, um, a, it was a massive mistake that Americans let themselves be essentially tricked into uh, starting to use margarine in these seed oils to cook with and put, put, put these seed oils into, into their food. Um, and then to stop using, you know, beef tallow, lard, butter to cook with. It was a massive mistake. Um, in my research, and you'll see this in one of the columns that I, that I linked below this video, um, extensive animal testing had been done uh, beginning in the 1880s. Um, a lot of scientists uh, were wondering if the newly developed cottonseed oil, uh, what, what kind of effect that would have if you swapped the fats out, uh, the animal fat out of the diets of, uh, of animal test subjects. You swapped out the animal fat in, in the diet of the animal test subjects and you replaced it with cottonseed oil or some other seed oil. Would the test animals be healthier? Okay, and they started doing these experiments by uh, 1880. In 1880, they started doing these experiments. And they continued, this went on for almost uh, 30 years, 30 years worth of uh, experimentation on this now. And the, a lot of the animal testing, the, the trials that they did, the results were published in books starting around 1915. One of the most popular books was the book by a health scientist named E.V. McCollum who wrote a book that was published in 1918 called The Newer Knowledge of Nutrition. And you can find this book uh, on the web. It's available, it's free to read, and I'm going to include the link uh, in this post so you can find it and read it for yourself if you want to do that. But when I, uh, I, I stumbled across uh, Dr. Chris Nob talking about this uh, in Australia, he, he, he did a video, which and I'm going to include a ton of links with this post, I will, I will take you to the presentation that he gave where he showed scientists were um, cataloging. And they see, they knew this, and they were cataloging this back in 1918. The dramatically negative impacts on the animal test subjects that occurred when you swapped out animal fats like butter fat, lard fat, you know, tallow fat, when you swap that out, but cottonseed oil or other seed oil, they, they were um, examining the different test groups. One group of like, let's say one group of rats got butter fat in its diet and the other group of rats got cottonseed oil. And they did this experiment, so it wasn't done with just rats. It was also done with horses and cows and several types of birds. And they watched the development of these animals, these test subjects. Uh, and they, they took pictures and they compared the results, how long the animals lived, you know, how long the rats with the cottonseed oil lived versus the rats with the butterfat. Okay, and, and so it's safe to say by 1918, enough scientific research had been done on whether it would be a good idea or not to swap out uh, animal fat in the human diet for seed oil.
and uh, it took a long time for, for people to go back and rediscover that this had happened, that they actually knew about this more than 100 years ago. It's 2024, and these guys were writing books and openly discussing this uh, in the uh, medical research community back in 1918. And they knew, yeah, seed oils in, the, in, in a human diet, exceedingly bad idea. Okay, you really want to stick with those animal fats. And it's like, it's kind of eye-opening to realize that um, despite the scientific research that have been done, from 1918, if you want to go 100 years in the future, from 1918 to 2018, what happened? Well, um, nobody sounded any kind of alarm. No, nobody gave any kind of warning. As all of a sudden, there, there were rich Corporations such as Procter and Gamble, and which 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 invented crypto, and there was there was there was a massive advertising push to convince Americans to start using crypto to cook with because it was supposedly cheaper and healthier than using that that animal fat in the butter. You know, the animal fat was bad for you, and. Uh, it was noticed in, in, in the 1950s, especially when President uh, Dwight Eisenhower had a heart attack. I believe that was in 1955. People were having more heart attacks. And so uh, due to the funding that was underwritten by many of these corporations, there were some bogus scientific studies that were done, which pointed the finger at animal fats, you know. All of these heart attacks that weren't happening before, they're happening now because of... Uh, Americans are eating too much animal fat in their diet, which, when you think about it, is freaking absurd because Americans have been eating eggs and butter and beef and red meat and taro without any heart attacks happening for hundreds and hundreds of years. People have been eating this, and, and all of a sudden heart attacks are happening, and this made no sense whatsoever, but this is the power of the media and advertising and the power of programming by the government. You have authority figures that tell you something, and since you're raised to respect your leaders and to, to believe in experts, you know, that, that, uh, and so when they come out and they tell you, you really need to quit cooking with that butter on that beef tallow. You've got to start using this healthier Crisco. Um uh, Americans were very trusting people. They did not realize that a lot of the research that was that was uh, blaming animal fat and elevated levels of uh, the good cholesterol for heart attacks and cardiovascular disease, they didn't understand this wasn't true. This was a, um, a money-making scheme. This was this was a bogus research funded by corporations um, injecting a toxic new product into the American food supply. And then from the 1950s, it's like, wow, if you look at what happened, uh, the amount of fake food that was introduced into the American food supply. Uh, we went from people uh, living mostly on farms and agricultural country um, where, where people were eating food with very simple ingredients. Like beef has one ingredient, beef. You eat a steak, it's beef. It's not beef and 40 other ingredients, okay? 
and eggs and, you know, bacon and uh, apples and oranges, you know, fruits and vegetables. It's one ingredient, okay? And because the government never sounded any kind of alarm, the government never warned anybody, it was just assumed that all of these new food products that were being created had never existed before and that were filled to the gills with uh, wheat and seed oils and corn and various forms of sugar. It was just assumed that this must be safe because if it wasn't safe, the government would say something. And um, so here we are, okay, and while this was happening, starting in the 1950s, there was an explosion of heart attacks. And then, and then by the time you get to the, uh, the 1970s, you can see the obesity levels are suddenly rising dramatically. It started in the 60s, but it really starts getting noticeable in the 70s and 80s. And then, uh, as I discussed in one of the columns that you'll find linked to this video, uh, in the 1990s, it just exploded because they came out with this new food pyramid, which, which claimed everybody that a healthy diet uh, consisted of six to 11 servings of healthy whole grains every day. And you needed, needed at best two to three servings of any type of meat or uh, dairy. So Americans, and again, because they didn't know anybody, because they were trusting what the, what the government medical or health and science experts that these federal agencies were telling them, uh, they, they followed the advice they were given. And what happened is there was a dramatic explosion of what we call diabetes, okay? This is what you get, end up with um, chronic insulin resistance that builds and builds to the point that you develop what's called metabolic syndrome. And when that happens, your body is literally breaking down and you, you develop diabetes. And that's just one of the chronic illnesses that you'll develop. Because the obesity shows that, and all these other chronic illnesses, uh, autoimmune illnesses, um, arthritis, I mean, there, there's a ton of things that show up because, because uh, you're putting stuff in your body that your body can't really digest. It's stuff that is pretty much toxic, okay? Um, so there was this explosion of this, and people started noticing, wow, everybody's really getting fat. And and then it, it it got ludicrous. You think by 2000, people would be saying something, especially by, by 2010. Um, we keep being told that this is the latest science. We keep being told this is this is this is you know we have experts and they're they're doing all this medical research and they're finding out that eating red meat uh, and animal fat. Uh, elevates your cholesterol, and and this is this is how you explain all the heart attacks and the strokes, and the cardiovascular disease that that's being observed, and uh, and, and so people, it's only recently now that the COVID thing happened, and people realize you can't trust these experts, that a lot of ordinary citizens and journalists like me are going back and re-examining how these studies from the 50s onward. From the 1950s to the to the early 2000s, who was paying for all of this research? Uh, and what you discover is, when you look into this, 
is that these federal agencies were captured long ago. I mean, it, it, seemed, it was revolutionary to discover that people, uh, when the COVID pandemic was underway, that people who are supposedly put in charge of the public trust on medical research and the, the health of the nation, like Dr. Anthony Fauci and Ben Collins and all these other guys, they were actually business partners with Big Pharma. And they're actually making royalty money. They're getting, they're getting commissions and shit from uh, pushing the drugs. Okay, so, so you find out, far from being a watchdog uh, of the public trust that's safeguarding the nation's health, these people are in bed with Big Pharma. And you discover about all the censorship that went on, how they suppressed true and accurate information, um, why to preserve the emergency use authorization for the vaccines, they, they suppressed working COVID treatments, therapeutics like ivermectin and HCQ and, um, and vitamin D. And they hid the fact that you know, while, the, while the pandemic was going on, nobody really knew. As long as you don't have any of these comor co comorbidities, uh, high blood pressure, obesity, diabetes, and really heavy, Okay, and as long as you don't have these comorbidities, your chances of dying from uh, from COVID was like one percent, and they suppressed all this information. So, so people go back now, and they realize, holy crap, these same people that were doing this on COVID, they were not being honest with us. They were not leveling with us. Guess what else they're not leveling with us about? And when and when the Follow the money. Guess what you discover? Okay, you discover all the research that was going on in the fifties through the two thousands that was proving that um, cardiovascular disease and heart attacks and, uh, and, uh, and the rising obesity and all, all these chronic illnesses. Uh, you discover all that research that supposedly proved that was being funded by big food or big ag, big agriculture. It was being funded and underwritten by uh, the corn lobby, the wheat lobby, and the sugar lobby. Okay, that's what you discovered. And so this does kind of change the picture when you, when you, when you follow the money trail back in the 1950s and you study what happened, um, that these researchers were captured by uh, by big food. They were offered, you know, a lot of money to find the, to make the right findings. I'll put it that way. And so, when when these uh, medical research uh, papers were published, um, that were underwritten by the grain lobby, it was written written by people who grow wheat and corn, sugar for a living. Okay. And naturally, they found that the healthy whole grains, these sugary cereals, these brown muffins, the wheat bread, and all this stuff, that's good stuff. You need to eat more of that. And you need to stop eating those, those evil eggs and those, that bacon and the, the, the ham and the turkey and the, and the steak. You need to cut down on that or you're going to give yourself a heart attack. Okay. And so the picture changes when you follow the money. Okay. Now, due to the fact that um, the people who are in the business 
of suppressing information and hiding stuff from the public while feeding them fake research to keep them, uh, to keep them sick and fat and, and, and unaware of what's going on. Um, they've lost that total control uh, on X now and hopefully soon on other social media. People are seeing uh, doctors like Dr. Ken Berry, Dr. Sean Baker, they're seeing people like uh, um, Tracy Baines and others, uh, doctors and independent journalists covering this. They're, 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 seeing, they're seeing information they never saw before. And uh, they're being shown what happened. Okay, yeah, when they told you that this would kill you, okay, that research was funded by the grain lobby. And they, they, the researchers found the results that the people paying them the money wanted them to find. So the reason I brought all that up, okay, the reason I brought all that up, okay, the public is starting to educate itself. That consumption of red meat is going up. The consumption of butter is going up. Why? Because people have learned about seed oils. They've learned how they were tricked. They've learned the truth about uh, what really causes heart, cardiovascular disease and heart attacks and the diabetes that we're saying. It's the seed oils and the sugar and the refined food where they, have, where they put all these highly refined carbohydrates in it. Okay, and so people are figuring this out. And um, you will see in one of these columns I talk about the billionaires who get together at places like Davos, the people who actually run. See, they're not politicians. They're not actually elected to any, into any office. And so people go, oh, I need to worry about those billionaires. They don't have any power. Ah, well, you don't understand something. These billionaires pool their resources. They buy entire governments, okay? They run entire governments. They pick who gets into office. They select who gets to be on the ballot in, the, in these countries. Probably about a dozen Western countries these people control, okay? And because they have control of these countries, they have control of the government, they have control of the military, they have control of the intelligence agencies, and, of course, they have control of the food supply, they have control of the, of the news media in those countries. Okay. And when, you, when the Great Awakening started happening and people started waking up, especially during the COVID pandemic and the... And the, like the repetitious lies that we were all told over and over again, the lies that got increasingly absurd. As more and more people woke up, uh, people started changing their diets. And this is very concerning because now people are awake and they're trying to understand how, no, why nobody sounded the alarm for the last hundred years on any of this bad food that people were taught this was okay for you to eat. Okay. Your experts and your authority figures told you that, All right? What you discover is um, these billionaires who actually run everything behind the scenes because they they elect all the politicians. They, by the way, say that they select all the politicians who run these countries, including the United States, and Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Spain. Okay, all these countries. They never really hid this, all right? They get they get themselves together at these conferences like the one they hold in Davos, that's probably the most famous one, 
they get together in Davos and they hold a conference where they openly talk about what they need to do to reduce the Earth's population because they they buy they say now it's going to sound incredible. They are Malthusian devotees. They really believe that the Earth is overpopulated. And they also combine that, the overpopulation fake narrative, with the climate change fake narrative. And they put that together. And they, they sit around these conferences and they openly talk to each other about what they need to do to save the climate. And one of the chief things that had to happen, according to them, to save the climate, is that the population of the Earth must be vastly reduced. They talk, they talk like they're ranchers, you know, observing the herd, thinking, how, how can we reduce the size of this herd? What can we do to make that happen? And um, they kick around all kinds of population control ideas because there are just noble humanitarians who care about humanity, you see. And they, they want to save the earth, you know. They uh, they don't make it any secret that they're they're trying to come up with ways to cut about seven billion people off the face of this earth. Well, they'll kick around ideas to each other, okay. And so I think one of the reasons you don't hear anybody in a position of authority in the medical science agencies sounding the alarm. You didn't hear this for the last hundred years. Oh my God, people feed oil. Feed oil is a tax that we should not be feeding this to our kids. Okay, one reason you don't hear that is because these feed oils not only make you toxic, and the reduction of eating animal fats and red meat not only uh, interferes with your uh, body's hormonal system, it vastly decreases your fertility. Yeah. Fertility. So you're going to see a link down there where I talk about the hidden war in testosterone. And, and I encourage you to read that and find out, yes, there is actually a hidden war in testosterone. The best, you see, the best way to convince people to participate in a population control program without their being aware that they're volunteering to participate in the population control program is to create a pandemic where they're giving clot shots that uh, screw up their body's reproductive system. And then on top of that, you're also using your health and medical uh, agencies inside those governments you can, that you control, the 12 or 15 or so governments that you control. You're convincing them to eat food that is literally toxic shit while cutting out all the real food out of their diet, cutting out that red meat, the eggs, the bacon, cutting out all the healthy animal fat. Okay, and uh, so all the men out there have their testosterone level greatly reduced. Then there's an added benefit of doing this, okay? 
not only do you uh, reduce the world's fertility and and the 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 uh, interfere with uh, millions and even billions of people's reproductive systems by tricking them into thinking it's okay to eat this toxic food, you are dramatically shortening their lifespans. It's a big money saver, and, and, and it does help reduce the Earth's population, if you think about it. If instead of, of people who are eating healthy diets and eating real food and taking care of their health um, by not listening to these government experts, okay, they live to be 90 or more, okay? They live to be 90, okay? And listen, you know, the government's going to owe them money then if they do that to Social Security, uh, which we have here in the United States. And, and, uh, and these other countries' retirement and pension benefits. Well, see, yeah, it costs them a lot of money if you live to be 97, 98. It's far better for them if you fall over and die from a heart attack when you're 56 or 65, even, even 72. That's still a bargain because if you otherwise would have lived to be into your 90s, they saved about, you know, 15, 20 years worth of, worth of uh, payments to you, the government did. So here we have a public that's waking up and seeing part of the Great Awakening. It's not just learning that you can't trust these government experts and these government agencies on um, viruses and pandemics and vaccines, okay? You're... People are also discovering, holy crap, we can't trust these guys about food either. And why is this awakening is happening? And more people than ever are learning to go back to cooking with real butter and real beef tallow and lard. And they stopped using the, can the canola and the, safra the, the sunflower and the safflower oil and all these other different seed oils. They stopped doing that, okay? These billionaires, like Bill Gates, they noticed this, okay? And they're like, shit, they figured it out. So what we need now is, just like we had in the 1950s, we need a dramatic new push to get people, to convince as many people as are still listening to the government experts and, and to the supposed philanthropists and, and uh, humanitarians billionaires, people that listen to people like Bill Gates and George Soros and, you know, Klaus Schwab because they're just such great humanitarians. We need to convince people that the, the animal fats are killing you, they're bad for you, you need to ditch them. And you need to switch to this new synthetic fat that Bill Gates is now rolling out. And look, if, if you've been following this issue, then, then you know all about the fact that um, they're not, they're trying to engineer a situation where you don't have a choice. You're not going to be given a choice. Um, that, that, that female lawyer, the Dutch female lawyer, whose name I can never pronounce, it's a big long ass Dutch name, Eva Van der Broek, I don't, I don't know how to say it has been doing stolen work because she's pointing out they are after the farmers in Europe. They're not hiding this. The reason you're going to, see, this is their plan. This is what they plan to do. The reason you're going to end up eating all the bugs and you're going to e end up eating the lab corn meat 
you know, and, and they're going to live in a cubicle, and they're going to own nothing and be happy. Um, the reason they think they're going to be able to do that is because they uh, are taking steps to eliminate all the farmers. See, you're not going to have a choice. Well, I like cooking with my animal fat. I like cooking with Buddy. So I think I'll just stick with that. And meanwhile, Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and all these other asshole billionaires over there saying, good luck with that, buddy, because we're about to wipe out all your farmers. We're going to wipe out all your farmers. We're going to get rid of all the cows. We're going to get rid of all the goats. We're going to get rid of all of this, okay? No more eggs, no more bacon, no more butter, no more beef tallow, no more lard. Here's our synthetic fat. Cook with it and shut up. Okay, this is what the plan is. That's the plan. So they're introducing it now because by the time 2030, and really be benefited by uh, researching 2030 and what that is, the agenda 2030, they might be late with that, you know, but they're still forging full speed ahead trying to implement it. Um, they actually plan on getting rid of all the cows, all the farmers, all the, uh, all the natural one ingredient foods, they plan on getting rid of this. And then you're not going to have any option except to eat their toxic shit. Okay, here's our synthetic fat with about 50 different ingredients. Cook with this. And you have to. Because you don't have any alternative anymore. <laughs> See, um, you need to watch Bill Gates when he smokes like this. You can't even hide it. That's called Duper's Delight, by the way. If you've done any psychological research like I have, Duper's Delight is when a guy, a person actually achieves an extremely satiated and happy emotional state because they just freaking trick somebody. Yeah, and this explains a lot of con, man. Grifters out there, they actually get an emotional high out of deceiving someone also happened to be a big part of the Satanist religion, but that's a topic for another day. Okay. So, the plan is, they're working on this right now, uh, uh, this synthetic fat thing, and they're trying, they're, they're going to use their government agencies, all their experts in the government agencies, to come out and say, wow, guess what, folks? It's so much healthier for you to cook with Bill Gates's synthetic Butter, as animal, and as synthetic fat than it is with the with this with this wheel butter or this this animal fat over here. It's far healthier for you to do this, and um, and while they're doing that, while they're using the governments and the the fake news media they control to relentlessly push this on the international public. They're also going to be using the politicians they control in the various governments around the world. Um, Germany, France, Italy, uh, the Dutch just, a Dutch government just got tossed ass first out of power a couple months back because they were going forging full speed ahead, full speed ahead with this. Uh, they fully planned to get rid of the farmers and they, and they're using the completely dishonest and fraudulent climate change hoax to drive this change that they want to see. But it's all about their reducing the population. It's all about Reducing the numbers. They want docile, subservient people. 
and so that they can control. And it's far easier to control about, you know, a two or three billion people than it is to control eight or nine billion. So these people are not honest. Uh, they constantly use hoaxes. They constantly use lies to advance their agenda. And they use the governments they control and the fake news media they control to push narratives to convince unwitting and unknowing people out there to participate in their own demise. Eat these healthy toxic, you know, this healthy whole grains. And I don't tell people, eat this toxic shit so you will die when you're 65. You know, and, and, and we don't owe you any money because you won't be living until you're 90 years old, 95, 96 years old. And, uh, and, and uh, you will struggle to have children because you, you took our vaccines and you ate our toxic food and you followed the advice of the captured medical industry where all these doctors were, were convincing you to drive your t uh, testosterone levels down through the floor by uh, cutting out most of the animal fat and meat out of your diet so your cholesterol levels dropped and and uh, and so your testosterone levels drop and see this directly affects the fertility rates in all these countries out there. So the most clever thing these guys did, I'll end with this. The most clever thing these guys like Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab did was they spent decades using the politicians and the governments they control and the fake news media they control in all these different countries. They spent decades having themselves portrayed as the world's greatest humanitarians and philanthropists. And they are anything but that these people hate humanity. They hate humanity. And they, they do not want a fully vibrant and free and healthy humanity. They want a sick, reduced, servile servant class is what they want. And they're not honest about it. They have to use all this bullshit to trick people into eating a certain way and believing what they're told. And uh, this latest Bill Gates uh, venture, on top of all the fake meat that they're, they're trying to push, which is failing spectacularly, by the way. Uh, it seems like one of these fake meat companies uh, goes belly up every other day, it seems. So that's not working out for them at all. Lab grown meat um, with 50 ingredients in it. Um, that's not working out. But but these people are not going to stop. They're not going to give up. They're evil, all right? And so Bill Gates is out there hyping his new synthetic animal fat. With uh, I have no idea how many ingredients are in it, but I'm pretty sure, okay, due to everything else I've seen, you know, Fake steak that has 15 ingredients and about 20 of them turn out to be carcinogenic and other toxic and the chemicals and stuff. Okay, so they'll never give up. They're going to keep pushing this. They're going to see how many people they can get to, 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 to try their new fake butter. All right. Eat the fake meat. Eat the fake butter. And uh, they'll never give up because that's who these people are. They have plans for the rest of us, you see, and they're greatly concerned that more and more people are waking up to their plan and are opting out and are not participating. And so 
It's like they're being forced to go faster and faster and being more and more obvious about what they're trying to do. Uh, the, the site, I mean, when I saw that, because I, cause, uh, I saw that new video with Bill Gates pushing his synthetic new fat that he wants Americans and people around the world to start, start using in their cooking and putting in their food. Um... Why did I just spent the last six months studying what these what, what these assholes did with seed oils? Okay, here they are again. Okay, and I'm telling you, the reason they're doing this now is because they're worried. Um, they they could have just kept advertising the old margarine and the seed oils and trying to convince people to do that, but it's not working. The numbers are dropping. The use of seed oils and margarines is dropping. Americans are learning. They're going back to the way their ancestors ate. And so this is what these rich pricks are doing as a counter to the Great Awakening. They're introducing even faster new toxic synthetic products for people to ingest and, and, and increase their chronic illnesses, increase their diabetes, uh, their, their diabetes. Okay, and so this is their program, and they're going to stick with their program. And the great thing is, more people are awake now than than ever before, and more people are waking up to what they're doing. And so I actually see this Bill Gates fake fact initiative as a desperate act of of a of a shadow cabal that's been exposed. And, and uh, we are never going back. We're never going back to the days of the 1950s and 1960s, folks. We're never going back there where people just believed what they were told. Oh, the FDA says this. Okay, I trust the FDA. Okay, after what they did with this COVID pandemic, we are never going back, all right? And that is a good thing. It's a good thing that people have woken up and are questioning what they're being told. And uh, these people uh, in these federal agencies are not used to that. They're not used to being questioned. They're not used to having people like me or Dr. Ken Berry or Sean Baker or Tracy Beans or any of these other people out there going out there and getting the actual medical research and highlighting it and raising its visibility. They're not used to that. They're used to coming out and saying, this is the science, and you must follow the science. So go ahead and eat this toxic shit. Never going back, sorry. So thank you for watching.